Howie Roseman continues to be the best general manager in football with an excellent draft the last couple days and DeAndre Swift. Koi Kamashole from Philly Sports Talk excited to recap the draft and break down the DeAndre Swift trade. An unbelievable couple days for Eagles fans and Howie Roseman. Let's break it down. I don't really understand how teams keep letting the Eagles get away with this. In the first round, Howie Roseman goes out and gets the Georgia boys. After getting a pair of them last year in the draft and Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, he does it again this year. With the early pick, the 10th overall, well, the 9th overall after trading up, Howie gets arguably the best player in the draft in Jalen Carter. Seriously, one of the best linemen. He is a big dude. And we are now pairing him up with Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox on the inside. That is just absolutely lethal. And if you watch his film, he is a man playing amongst boys. And seriously... And when he got drafted, too, he had an amazing reaction. He was tearing up, and he was so thankful. He made sure to tell everybody that he was the best pick in the draft, and that's what he told Eagles fans. And, man, am I excited to watch him play, combined with this whole defense, seriously. The reason why his draft stock kind of dropped, it really was like the car accidents. And for those of you that don't know about that, I'm not going to talk about it much. You can go look it up. It was obviously kind of a big thing. It is what it is. We're talking football here, and seriously, I, I cannot believe that what this defense is going to look like. Again, we had to trade up a pick to get him, but all we, all we had to give up was a 2024 fourth-round pick, so not, no big of it, not big of it, not a big deal. I'm sorry for about that. I do wonder, though, if B. Sean Robinson was on the table as he was so, like expected to be. Uh, he was selected picks before the Eagles to the Falcons which was way earlier than everyone expected. I do wonder if he was out there, if the Eagles would have selected him. It's not necessarily, it's actually not at all what I would have done at the 10th overall pick. It's actually probably one of the last things I would have done at 10th overall, and I'm just being brutally honest with you. Um, and I do think the Falcons just messed up that pick badly, but it is what it is. Obviously, Bijan Robinson could be an absolute stud, and I think he, he will be, but that's just the, la the least of the needs, and I think he could have dropped more. Obviously, you know, Saquon, he went kind of high when he was drafted. And uh, I guess that's, that's kind of the comparisons he was receiving. And seriously, I, I'm glad the Eagles didn't get him. That's the bottom line. I, I think it would have been a reach anywhere. And same thing with Jameer Gibbs. I can't believe that he was drafted that early, too. Seriously. And again, Barkley was a second overall selection. I just made sure to fact-check that real quick. But this was the ideal situation for the Eagles. Listen, it would have been nice to have Bijan maybe later in the draft in a Bird's jersey, but it's not our biggest need right now, and especially not after the DeAndre Swift trade. That is not a need anymore at all. And these rushers we have are going to be great, and I do give this pick an A+. I cannot wait to see this dude play. With the next pick in the, in the first round, Eagles took edge rusher slash linebacker Nolan Smith, and this dude is another dog, literally a Georgia Bulldog, but seriously. A 6'2", 238-pound edge rusher that every GM would love to have their hands on. And he now gets paired up on the edge with Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat. Hell, I'd even, I'll throw Derek Barnett in there. But, and th this is just another thing I cannot wait to see. Just how he fulfilling the needs defensively. It is going to be a nightmare for teams set to go up against this defense. But, and, and by the way, if you listen to the pre-draft podcast, I went two for two on the predictions practically. I gave my dream scenario, and then I gave my predictions. And my predictions were Jalen Carter at 10. And then the best available player, word for word, this is what I said, the best available player, defensive player, next at 30th, which will looks like to be Nolan Smith. And I made sure to post it on my story. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, get a little credit here and there. But defense wins championships, and that is what Howie Roseman continues to build on. And I, I do give this pick another A. 
With the 65th overall pick in the third round, we took Tyler Steen, an offensive tackle out of Alabama. And with the way that phone call went with Hallie Roseman and Steen, it, it sounds like they found something. I, I do not know too much about Tyler, but obviously he seems to be pretty solid. I watched a little bit of film on him recently. He seems to be pretty good. And there's a very good chance that he will be starting once the season begins. I, I'm excited to see how this plays out. If he if he plays well, this is going to be another steal of the draft. And Hallie Roseman, when he called him, this is all available on social media as well. He was like, you ready to join the best O-line in all football? And I mean, seriously, it sounds like they like this guy. And I, I think we do have something, so we'll see. And we also had the very next pick as well. And we took Sidney Brown, a defensive back out of Illinois. He seems to be pretty solid too. We'll see. He could end up playing a little safety as well because obviously got some corners and Darius Slay and James Bradbury. But we also signed a couple of safeties in free agency, so we'll see what happens here. Seems to be solid. I don't know too much about him. Not going to talk about something I don't know much about. But, yeah. And in the fourth round, we took another secondary player, and Kelly Ringo is, I believe, how you say it. And, of course, from where else? Georgia. Howie continues to take these Georgia boys, and I'm not complaining. You know, these guys are going to love playing with each other at the next level, and it really should create a, a great atmosphere between these guys. And Ringo, he seems to be like a steal in the fourth round, too, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, got a good football name. I don't know why. Kelly Ringo. I like that. But, oh well. That I Honestly, if there's a chance, I might be saying that wrong. But, <laughs> I watched a little bit on him. I don't know too much about him either. But, seems like it was a good pick with the fourth round. In round six, we took a third swing quarterback in Tanner McKee out of Stanford. Obviously, he would just be a backup if he were to play. Something went terribly wrong. So, <laughs> just, a, just a third singer behind Marcus Mariota. And with our final puck, pick, puck, my God, what am I doing? We took defensive tackle Moro Ojomo out of Texas. So, Howie, he really loaded up on defense in this draft, and there will be plenty of chances for these guys to come in and play. And I really think Howie did an incredible job adding depth to certain positions, and even when we had a need and running back kind of, obviously we liked Gainwell and Penny was a decent signing, but we kind of had a little bit of need there, something a lot of people weren't talking about very much. Obviously we want a Bijan, but we're like, uh, should we, should we hold off? And we don't get him. We don't get Gibbs either. And he goes out and gets swift for nothing. So, I mean, unbelievable. And that's what we'll talk about now. The full trade breakdown. DeAndre Swift goes to the Eagles in exchange for a 2025 fourth-round pick and a seventh-round pick swap that occurred in this year's draft. This is just an absolute steal. I have no idea what the Lions are doing. Jameer Gibbs is who they took. He is very similar to DeAndre Swift. You go watch him. Obviously, he's a very talented running back. They had the sixth overall pick. They trade back when they could have had Bijan, and then they take him at 12th. It just is, it doesn't make any sense to me. Bijan was the clear cut, you know, going to be the best running back, and maybe in a long time. He was one of the most scouted, heavily favored running backs out there. I'm throwing my hands up right now. I'm so passionately talking about this because it just doesn't make any sense to me. And if you haven't seen their draft room's reaction to getting him, go watch that right now because they were like, they were ecstatic. I mean, they, they really need to thought that they found something to act like this. I mean, seriously, you just can't explain these moves. And then they, they, they already signed David Montgomery in the offseason, too. They had two very solid running backs in Swift and David Montgomery, and they do this. It, it makes zero sense to me. I have no idea what the Lions are doing. Not to mention, they have the worst defense in all of football last year, one of the worst defenses of all time. And then they go do this. I just unexplainable to me, and I'm so thankful that that is not our GM. But uh, who knows, maybe Jameer Gibbs turns out to be a stud and then this will explode in my face. But I, either way, these moves are unexplainable, inexplainable to me. I, I, oh well, whatever, not our team. Uh, but that, 
Swift, he should fit in perfectly with this offense. That running back room seems pretty set now. With Swift, Gainwell, Rashad Penny, Boston Scott. Man, I'm excited about that. And this whole Eagles team is set. All of our needs have been fulfilled. It's just a matter of developing these guys, and good things will happen. So that is all for this one. I'll talk I'll briefly, just recap some of the certain stuff that happened in the first round, second round that kind of shocked me just for a minute. And obviously, you guys don't have to listen as this is no longer Eagles talk, but I thought we kind of need to talk a little bit about it. So Bryce Young, first round, first overall, first round. Uh, not a surprise. This is, I'll tell you my theory with all this. You know, the Will Levis, all this talk, he was supposed to be the odds-on favorite at second overall. I never believed any of that bullcrap. Just absolute bullcrap. They try to do the same stuff every year. You know, they have six straight months of saying that Bryce Young, this is the set number one pick. They Everybody knew that he was the set number one overall pick. And then they had five or six months of off time where they had to try to fill in some gaps to make the draft more interesting, try to make it more interesting, try to earn some money. He was never, never better than Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, any of that. You're even... I, you could compare him a little to Anthony Richardson. Just never. And he, he would never have been taken there. Uh, I uh, kind of feel bad for him. I heard the guy's not the best dude. I don't know. I don't like to put words in other people's mouths. But I kind of feel bad for the guy. He fell victim to this, the sports books. Because seriously, I truly don't believe he was ever going to go up that high. I mean, this, I don't believe him in, in him either. I think he's a knockoff Kirk Cousins with a little mix of Josh Allen, but just nowhere near that talented. I don't know. I think that's that's just my opinion. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, both obviously solid. All these quarterbacks had question marks. I, they all did. I don't like Anthony Richardson at all. I, I, I actually, I like him as a player. I, I don't mean, I like him, I don't like him as the Colts pick at fourth overall. I, the dude just wasn't that good in college. You go watch the tape. Yes, he'll make those highlight reel plays every now and then, but he just was not that good in college. Um, I, I couldn't believe that either. But <laughs> that's not our franchise. We'll see. Maybe he turns into a stud. Another thing to talk about real quick, the Texans, what they did, they drafted C.J. Stroud, and then they traded up to get the third overall pick, which is crazy. I've never seen that before. And they take Will Anderson, they traded with Houston. That was a shocker. Devin Witherspoon, he got drafted a little earlier than I thought. Then the Cardinals, they helped out. They got Paris Johnson. We already talked about B. John Robinson. I'm scrolling through the draft board, seeing what else there's to talk about, because there was a lot of action. First wide receiver fell to 20th overall, Jack Smith Najiba, Nagiba. Obviously, he's very good. I think he's that's a good pick for Seattle. Los Angeles, they took Quinton Johnson right after that, and I, I kind of like that as well. Kind of going with the size. Baltimore, they add some more depth at receiver Zay Flowers, and then Vikings, Jordan Addison, all four back to back to back to back. A little surprised to see that, but kind of it's the way it went this year. Jordan Addison, I think he was the steal of this draft at 23rd. I do like this pick for the Vikings, but they do have needs defensively, so one could argue that they should have taken him here. Addison was my favorite player going into this draft. Obviously, they've had questions about his size. I don't think it'll be a problem. I think I don't think he's going to be as good as, just, as Justin Jefferson, but my theory going into this draft was this receiving core was loaded. It kind of reminded me of when C.D., uh, Jefferson, all those guys went that one year, how loaded they were, and I thought that Jefferson was like the last of the four that was very good but might be underrated at this point because he's like the last of the elite four and then there's a drop-off. I think the same thing is the case with Jordan Addison. Again, I don't think he's going to be as good as Jefferson, but that's what I truly do believe. I do like this kid a lot. Again, the Eagles, they just they excellent picks. Will Levis falling in the second round. Uh, and, and the Lions, they took Hendon Hooker, too. Just <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know what they were doing, honestly. No defensive players, really. I just think they took a linebacker. Oh, well. Not our, not our organization. Lions fans were not happy about it either. This is the one thing that I just don't understand with NFL teams. And obviously, GMs know so much more than I do. I'd like to think they do. If not, then I'm just either a real genius or some GMs are dumb. Obviously, they're not dumb. But I just, these quarterbacks with question marks, you know, they really have to do believe that this, this is their guy. Like, if I'm the Colts, taking Anthony Richardson at fourth overall, I have other needs on my team. I'm looking for a guy that is like five-star, kind of like Trevor Lawrence going into the draft there. He was out. Even he had a slow rookie year. He's kind of, he's really starting to pick it up. But somebody like that where you truly believe checks all the needs. When you're in need of a quarterback, I think that's how it should be. I don't like the Titans pick of Will Levis. I mean, seriously, they just, they're just taking mid quarterbacks. This is what I'm talking about. You take Malik Willis the year prior, both these guys are probably going to be busts. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why teams continue to do it. They take these mediocre, well, good college quarterbacks, but will be mediocre in the NFL, most likely, at a high draft pick when they have other needs, when they could take defensive players, offensive linemen, anything, and then try in the next draft to get a five-star quarterback that they really believe. Like I, I like Caleb Williams a lot next draft. I really do. There's going to be other guys out there, man. Um, other than Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, I do think all the other quarterbacks are probably going to end up being busts. I really do. Maybe maybe there's a shocker, but this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why NFL teams keep doing it, but it is what it is. Um, that's not what Howie's doing. Actually, they, they kind of did with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> now that I think about it, they kind of did it with Jalen Hurts a couple years ago, but I don't know. It worked out. So <laughs> they took him in the second round with Carson Wentz. It worked out. Oh, well. There will be more Eagles podcasts coming out soon. Obviously, if there's more events going on. That's all for this one. Stay tuned on the Philly Sports Talk Instagram page for all your Philly sports information. That is philly.sports.talk underscore no Thank you guys for tuning in. Howie Roseman does it again. Peace.